You know, the Second Harvest Food Bank is a critical partner in southern Wisconsin for a lot of families that uh, need just a little extra help to get by. In studio with us, Chris Teslar. He is with uh, Second Harvest Food Bank, and Midwest Family Broadcasting is about ready to launch its annual Radiothon to try to benefit Second Harvest Food Bank. You know, Chris, the reason I bring it up on the farm show is because uh, this is not something that just impacts people that live in town. Give me some of the numbers on just how critically important the function of the Second Harvest Food Bank is, not just for Madison Metropolitan, but for all of southern Wisconsin. Absolutely. yeah. Uh, that's one of the misnomers about Second Harvest is, is people think that we're, we just serve Dane County, we just serve Madison. But the reality is we actually serve 16 counties here in southwestern Wisconsin. That includes uh, uh, that includes rural, includes urban. You know, we go all the way down to the Illinois border, all the way over to the Minnesota border. And so we we serve uh, towns and cities of all sizes, you know, urban and rural, and so it's really about where does that hunger exist and how can we help end it. Now, if you're not familiar with uh, the phrase Second Harvest Food Bank, uh, I'm not surprised. These are the kinds of folks that stay in the background to a large extent and work with community food pantries, uh, some of those donation centers. Explain how that whole network comes together, Chris. Yeah, in the 16 counties that we serve, we actually work with about 200 uh, part, local partner agencies. And those are the uh, meal sites, uh, food pantries, and shelters that are right there in the community. So if you go up to Adams, right, we work with uh, we work with a local agency up there to not only have a, a uh, 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 brick and mortar uh, food pantry, but we also have a mobile pantry that that's up there in the in the school up there. So our expertise is really finding those local partners. It's those folks who really know what's going on in their community, and then we bring our resources to try to help them help their own community uh, because we can do things that they can't necessarily do. But the reality is we can't do some of the things that they can do because they know what's happening locally in their community. Give me a sense on how donations have been pacing. I'll tell you, if you've never been to the Second Harvest Food location that's located in Madison, it's an amazing place because you bring all kinds of sources for food then you break them down. You may end up getting them in bulk. You break them down into smaller portions. Uh, it's all about management, distribution. Some are perishable. How have donations been pacing? Let's just say for this first quarter of 2019, Chris. Sure. Well, we're, we're actually on a fiscal year program, so we're actually in our third quarter. Um, and and right now, thank goodness, thanks to uh, the amazing support that we've got from the public, uh, we are doing reasonably well. Uh, but the reality is there's a meal gap here in the 16 counties that are served by Second Harvest. About 22 million meals every year go missing. Uh, last year, we provided about 15.2 million meals. So that still leaves several million meals that go missing every year. And it's because of the help that we get from the public. It's because of the help that we get from local farmers, from the, the food processors, from so many different organizations and, and individuals, not only giving food, giving money, giving time. Those are the ways that we're able to help the people that we are here to serve. No, and that's one of the reasons, again, why I like to bring Chris in studio and talk about this as we get ready to launch the annual Radiothon to benefit Second Harvest Food Bank. Let's pause right there, Chris, and talk a little bit about how they can get connected with the Radiothon efforts, how they can uh, log on to the website, find out more, or donate. 
Absolutely. Well, uh, it kind of depends on when they're hearing this message. Uh, if they're hearing it on Thursday, March 7th, they can call 844-8-HUNGER, which is 844-848-6437. And all gifts up to a total of $23,000 are going to be matched tomorrow between 6 a.m. and 7 p.m. Uh, but if they don't want to call in and they want to make that gift online, they can absolutely do that as well. And those those dollars will also be matched, again, up to that total of 23000 Just go to secondharvestmadison.org slash radio. Excellent. Good. Now let's talk again about that food connection and farmers that you mentioned earlier, because at first blush, I'm sure people think, well, I don't really have a lot of money in the checkbook, especially if you're in agriculture today. Uh, I don't want to put it on the credit card. What else can I do? A lot of our farm organizations, Farm Bureau, FFA, work very closely with Second Harvest to provide that volunteer power that is equally important. Yeah, we have some amazing volunteers. In fact, just last week we had a group, uh, uh, the FFA folks out of DeForest. Uh, they came and they they volunteered, and we had three different projects. One of them was was putting labels on some of our cans that that. We still need to label them to let folks know what's in the can. And then they also uh, they broke down bulk cereal, and they also broke down bulk pasta. So what we do is we, can, we because of our volume, because of our size, uh, let's, let's take the pasta, for example. We can buy totes that have 2,000 pounds worth of pasta in it. And what we do is because of the volunteers that we have, they then break it down into either a pound or a two-pound bag. And that's what goes out to the community partners that we work through in order to serve the people that we serve. And so, you know, we really talk about uh, the three ways that people can give. Again, it's, it's, it's money, it's food, but it is time. And we, we, actually, we actually did some numbers recently. And of all the hours that it takes us to do what we do, 45% of those hours are volunteered. So what that does is that means that we can be so efficient with our with our with our money. And we talk about the our ability to provide one meal or three meals for every dollar that comes comes in. We talk about the fact that 95 cents out of every dollar that comes in goes directly to putting food on someone's table. And those are direct results of the volunteers that we have. If we didn't have we had 70,000 volunteer hours donated last year. If we didn't have that, that would have been about $1.6 million. No way we provide up to three meals for every dollar. No way we're 95% efficient. So volunteers are absolutely critical to what we do. So if you don't have a lot of time, or if you don't have a lot of money and you, you don't have, uh, you know, huge uh, uh, stockpiles of food to donate, you know what? I bet you have time. And if you don't want to come here to Madison, there's probably a local partner agency that also relies on volunteers. Yeah. So just take a look at your own community and see how the, the many different ways that you can help right in your community. And to your point, uh, depending on location, depending on what you're growing, you have had our Wisconsin potato and vegetable growers step up with generous donations. Uh, local farmers that uh, may have had an exceptional garden or something like that. Sure. Uh, some of our large food processors, they are stepping up in bulk to provide these folks with good Wisconsin product. Absolutely. That, that's an amazing thing. When we can create that relationship, um, I, I think of Awesome Farms. I think of uh, Miller, Miller Farms, right? And when we can create that relationship and with them and we can kind of say, do you have an extra acre? That you can that you can uh, that you can plant for us, or uh, did you have a really great great season, and now your processor won't necessarily take your excess, um, but can we? Let's work out those details, and those are those are shipping details, those are canning details. What what's the best way? We can't 
We can't take, you know, an acre of raw carrots necessarily because there's no way we can move through them that fast. So that's why we have to get um, the the process involved to to process them into cans. Yeah. Now all of a sudden we've we've turned we've gone from a, a four to six week uh, kind of turnaround where you got to get rid of them to now it's it can be two three years. Um, they never last that long in our in our warehouse, but uh, that really just goes to show the partnership, the collaboration that we're having the entire food chain from from the, when it goes into the ground to when it meets someone's table. So again, just like uh, we said, if you think that you're removed from this process, you most definitely don't have to be. Money donations always welcome. Your time critically valuable. And for my farming community, if you're a facet of food production, whether you're a grower, a processor, a distributor, maybe you need to engage in the process as well. Midwest Family Broadcasting, of which the Farm Department is a part, happy to again support Second Harvest Food Bank with their annual Radiothon all day on Thursday, uh, March 7th. Chris, again, how can we get involved with the Radiothon, get that $23,000 in matches for you? And uh, if I can't, Catch this broadcast on the seventh. How else can I engage? Well, and 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 that's the thing. So first of all, let's talk about the radiothon, right? That is happening on March seventh, uh, uh, and and that's happening from six a.m. to seven p.m. And the great thing is that all donations up to twenty three thousand dollars are going to be matched. Um, and so to do that, people can simply call eight four four eight hunger, which is eight four four eight four eight six four three seven. Or they can go online at secondharvestmadison.org slash radio, and that will go right to a donation page where they can make a generous donation. Now, let's let's say they're hearing this uh, a couple days from now, and it's after after March 7th. You know, the reality is they can still go out to our website, secondharvestmadison.org, and they can, they can always give there. Right. Um, and it's, it's just one of those incredible things that we are so incredibly thankful and blessed that we have so many people who, who see that, you know what, we say what we, or we do what we say we're going to do. Right. We meet the need. We, we make sure that we are as efficient as possible. You know, there, I talked a little bit about 95 cents out of every dollar puts food on, on, on someone's table, right? That leaves about 5% overhead. Did you know that the national average for all nonprofits is 30%? And we're at five. So what that means is that when we tell someone who is who is giving of their hard-earned money to yeah. Second Harvest, right. when we say that that money is going to go to put food on someone's table, we mean it. And we show it and we do it every day. Man, that is an efficient way to use your money, efficient way to use your time. That's Chris Teslar with Second Harvest Food Bank all day on Thursday, March 7th. You can donate 844-8-HUNGER. That's the toll-free number to call. Make your donation or online, secondharvestmadison.org backslash radiothon. Make your donation there. $23,000 of matches, folks, so it's critically important to try to do it on Thursday. But like we said, that website will be operational regardless, and we'd love to keep you engaged. Midwest Family Broadcasting and the Farm Department, happy to be back for Radiothon 2019. With Chris Teslar, I'm Pam Yonke.